Welcome back to a new episode of Too Many Trailers. I'm Kelsey. I'm Marianne. And this is the podcast where we talk about two trailers every other episode. Every other week, which is every episode. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> so anyway, we're a podcast that talks about movie trailers, and we usually cover two trailers per episode. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about the... Thriller film, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. Midsummer and do 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 Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. <laughs> Why do I sound like a monster truck? <laughs> like well, a person you're... that talks about baseball, like on the radio. <laughs> and swinging, she misses. Uh, yeah. So again, another weird miss mismatch. But you know what but we're gonna you know do? What? It's gonna be great. It's summer because. <laughs> Also, it's not going to feel like you're hearing the same discussion twice. It's almost like we care about what you're listening to. It's almost like we care about our listeners. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and start up with some behind-the-trailer facts for Midsummer. Yeah, Midsummer. Um, so the oh so first of all this is a wonderful A twenty four production we've discussed you A twenty four I love that's you. my literal my first note about this is when I saw the A twenty four I was like not nah, this shit again. <laughs> Uh, so Midsummer is directed uh, and, and written by Ari Aster who wrote Hereditary which is another amazing amazing I know you wouldn't like it it's a really really right, good horror film know. if you did like horror films I feel like you would have liked Hereditary because it deals a lot with gender and a lot with like gender mm. politics and everything it's very very well done it sounds like it was well done is <laughs> it also an A24 film I think it is actually. nope not for me well it's it's a it is a okay. straight up horror film no, but it's so not. good um it deals with a lot of similar themes from oh. us. great great um the composer was actually very difficult to find. Mm-hmm. I'm finding with a lot of films that are, even though this was sh- like technically under both US and Sweden, I'm finding with a lot of foreign films, it's very hard to find the composer. So after some digging, I found that the composer for this is Bobby Krillick, mm-hmm. and he has, it seems like he has a band or an alternate title, like a mod, um, mod, a moniker, mm. or goes by a moniker for his like recording artist name um under the hacks and cloak okay um so there's some other small films and documentaries some episodes of shows and then un- but most of them are credited under under the hacks and cloak okay he also was a performer so i'm assuming performer on one part of the soundtrack for probably a single or small like on the episodes guitar of or something stranger things oh interesting um but not and then he, as the Hacks and Cloak, has some EPs and maybe, like, a full album out. Good but, for him. So, no other, like, full films that I could find. Okay. Um, if there are, apologies, but it was <laughs> very difficult to learn anything about you. Uh, we just need a website. Maybe your Hacks what is it, Hacks and Cloak? Hacks and Cloak. Hacksandcloak.com might be just a little rundown about what you guys are. Might be beneficial. Yeah, what you guys or just you couldn't really ascertain that information. So uh, just a little extra info would have been great. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like that you just thanked him. (laughs) All right. All right, so we're going to go through the cast. Uh, So we have Florence 
Poch, I'm guessing. Uh, Will Porter, Jack Rayner, William Jackson, William Jackson Harper, um, Liv Mahonis, Anna Ostrom, Julia Renessart, yeah, Renessart, I believe. Looks good. Um, Sounds good. Isabel Grill, Andre Madwecki, Luis Peterhoff, Henrik. I wow, my handwriting's really bad today. It's okay. Um, Henrik Norlin, Alora Torchia, Austin R. Grant, Bjorn Anderson, and Wilhelm Blomgren, which is the most Swedish name I've ever heard. Just whenever it starts with Wilhelm, you're just like, all right, all right, European. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Right. Oh boy! Should All be... right, let's go through this one. Today. I'm so excited, and I'm just like, no. When, because I remember suggesting this, um, because I went to go see Get Out. Oh uh, no, Get Out. When I went to go see Us, um, this was one of the trailers shown, and I was texting you during the trailers, being like, oh, we should do this. We should do this. Oh, this is interesting that they're choosing this to show in this movie. And Midsummer was, um, was one of them. And I was like, okay, it's not that bad. And then we watched the teaser at Kelsey's house, and oh, yeah, I was like, like, oh no, my is... god, I hate it! I hate it, I hate it! I don't think, I think we watched the teaser, the not, teaser, not, not this the full trailer. One. This is the full, yeah, this is the full trailer, official different. trailer, which is I honest, different. I honestly, God, think the teaser was a lot scarier It was this. definitely a lot scarier, because when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is actually, like, not, I mean, it's creepy as fuck, but, yep. but it's not as scary as the teaser, the teaser was made horrible. it out to be. I did not like that. So, um... So, anyway. so let's go through the trailer. Let's kind of discuss about what's going on and our theories or something and our comments throughout that. I think that'd be a good discussion, kind of just to keep it just moving along. Um, so we have this couple mm-hmm. that has no communication. <laughs> it's really poor communication. And they have some other issues going yeah. on you can see at play. Like it seems like she's struggle- in some struggles with something. And he's thinking about breaking up because of that and mm-hmm. other things. So it's... Yeah. And so he's, like, with his, like, buddies and, like, this, like, one one guy with, like, a sweet... Like, they were like, oh, like, we're going to go to this, like, festival. It's a good time to go. Like, we actually have the chance to do it. I really want to go. And all of his friends are like, just leave her behind. Like, she's becoming annoying and really, like... You've been wanting to break up with, with her. her. Yada, yada, yada. But then this, like... Is he Swedish or is he like he's definitely European? This this fucker. <laughs> so this fucker, I do want to know who he is. I'm like, do you even like? Do you really know this guy? I think he's part of the bad people. One hundred percent, I agree. He's like here. He's recruiting people to come to this. So I feel like this guy has like either become friends recent, like super recently, or he just like was like, oh, I heard you're talking about this thing. I'm going to. Right. I want to know if he is like a actually a friend or a peace person they just kind of just met i think it's a mm, i think it's a mixture of both because like he sat they down could at the take table it. they could take it either way they like, could possible. go either way with it and both would work 100 easily um and so so they like are saying they're like oh we should go and then the dude's like i invited her <laughs> right right and you see her like panicking on the airplane and like there was Breaking a really good down. shot in that where she, where she um like like she's talking with the Swedish dude and then she goes into like the bathroom to cry and then like it pans out and it's actually the airplane airplane bathroom yeah where it is was a really good really good it was really well done um 
Um, also, before we go forward, I loved how the A24 logo, like, grew and, like, into flowers. Great. Which I thought was a very, very nice touch to it. Yep. Just want to get that out there. As soon as I saw it, I was like, fuck you, A24. <laughs> Fucking A24. Um, so, so they're, like, in the car, and I thought the shot that they're, like, putting a location. Like, they're not saying, like... Oh, look at Sweden. Like, look at the Swedish flag or whatever. Yeah. They're like, you can tell by like the banner, like it was in Swedish. And like, it was something that their word, the world is going to be turned upside down when you see like the upside down shot. And I thought that was a great contextual like clue, clue as to where they are and what's going to happen. And I think a lot of other people should learn about that when they put the fucking Times Square in their trailers. Here's Kelsey just telling us the... <laughs> Just, <laughs> just the truth about like how you should uh, put yourself in space, like how how you should tell yeah. the audience where you are. Because it's like you're not dumbing it down, right? Which, which is fine. To, like you can dumb yeah. it down, but like remember, your audience is smart. Don't don't underestimate your audience. Back to this. <laughs> Back to this. Um, it just don't underestimate your audience. Right. Like they can very, they can pull out clues. <laughs> yeah. Also, we can get that it's somewhere in like. A Scandinavian country from the accents alone. Yeah. We are good. We are fine. Thank you. That's, that's like, the first part. I think that's, yeah. like, there's, like, three distinct parts, parts to this trailer. The part where it's a happy celebration, and then, then the, the part where it's, where it's a like... death celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocker. Um, this trip is purely, like, part of escapism. It's purely, you know needing to get out into something and take your mind off of it and to understand it. Yeah. Right. Right. So the other like question I have is that the guy is like, Oh yeah, I wanted to go to this kind of festival for, for years or whatever. And now it's finally working out. And I'm like, like this particular festival or like a similar festival. I think a similar festival. Like, because... I hope you mean a similar one. Like, because I'm apparently like this one, Honestly, like, a big festival like this, like, where they've got the big banner and stuff, should have more people than this one does. Mm. And it should have some vendors and other people that kind of make you feel like, okay, we're in a good place that is safe. Right. Not a death cult. Right. Well, yeah. But, well, they, they state it really quickly that this thing happens every, every 90, 90 years. years. So, right. So they, Therefore, like, there should be millions of people here, not right. 50. And, well, once every 90 years. Not so no, much. I oh, I see what you mean. Like this is like such a big event that people are gonna come. People should be here. They shouldn't be unaware of this because the right. only people that found out were you because you found out from this random Swedish guy who told you about it and said you should come to this one, not another one. And you're going to the cult festival, <laughs> not the real festival. Surprise! So, Welcome to Sweden. So I feel like. So I feel like. So when they they get there, like oh, like what time is it? It's like nine p.m. They're like. What? <laughs> it shouldn't be this light out. But it's, it's like also like, well, if you're up north enough yep. in Sweden or in like the northern hemisphere, um, it, it like that makes sense. I mean, it shouldn't yep. be it like, happens. especially in the like summer. Like in Alaska, like, yeah, there's, like there's light for like 20 hours. A day. Yeah, it's like the summer equinox or whatever. Yep. Um, but so as this reminds me of hereditary because hereditary also deals with like cult a lot of the time. And I feel like it's going to be connected to hereditary somehow. I think if my memory serves me correct, there's, there's symbols that also appear in hereditary. God, I hate it. I love it. <laughs> and no, I love it. I love when movies connect, but also personally for this exact right. use. I, so I have to, I don't know if it's actually like 
superficially connected or if it's like a running an Easter egg or if there's like a running thread of like cult universe, <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Cult Universe. <laughs> the Marvel and Cult Universe instead of cinematic. Thanks. <laughs> um, so they they get to there's like a celebration they start taking shots and everything and then all of a sudden these like breathing exercises start to happen like <laughs> never drink right. the shots that they never give drink you. anything because then they start to experience like then they're drugged right I love this because I hate it I love it no I know you love it it's 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 good it's, it's done well but also like. You all are stupid. Right. I mean, like, that's the point. Like, we're supposed to know that these people... Like, they were, they were groomed to be there because right. they are stupid. Exactly. And a lot of... I mean, hereditary is especially dealing with groom. Like, it all deals with, like, grooming and, you know, that, that thing of you're trying... Like, that predatory type of aspect of grooming and everything to pass on something to the next. And, um, and especially putting in a cult system with something that seems innocent enough, like this, like, right. Swedish, the Swedish extraordinary type of thing where we roll cloth and throw well, flowers. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's similar yeah. to, like, a May Day celebration. Exactly. Um, and I was like, wow, you found a cult about May Day celebrations? How terrible of you. <laughs> May Day is supposed to be a beautiful celebration. Right. Not involved with death. And I think that's a good contrast to have, but, um, and I just love how each shot, everything becomes more deconstructed. Yeah, and more terrifying. Exactly. And I think that's what makes it such a good trailer and well done. So I've been talking a lot, and I've been talking a lot about cults and how much I love cults. Do you have any notes, Marianne? (laughs) I've been reading some of them. Wow, you found a cult for Mayday. Cults? Oh, cults fan, dot, dot, dot. And then, um, so who do we think is going to die first, the black guy or the chick? It's a really tough call. Well, the chick's the main character, so she's been in every shot, so I think it's going to be the black guy. Black guys die first. Yep. But also, like, it was funny that they, they were the two that were figuring out first. The black guy right. was like, what are you doing yeah. to me? And then yeah. the chick was also like, "What's wrong? What, what is wrong with here? And I yeah. was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it makes... Acceptable white men. Yep. Um, and then do you think this cult's going to eat people? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling, there's definitely, so you saw like know. animal sacrifice happening. Right. And I was like, oh God, that only leads to human sacrifice. Right. And I was like, are we going to eat people? I don't, I think, cause like they showed like a body, like when they were opening, I don't know. It could have been like an animal carcass. It could have been something else. No, I thought that was an animal oh, okay. carcass. I, was like, animal and then they showed surprise. like this person who I think was albino and had some, some deformities that I think it's going to be... Oh my god. And then, I didn't see that, and I'm glad I didn't. But I also think it could be like a golem situation. Not like a golem from Lord of the Rings, but like a, I know like what a you golem. Mean. I should say golem situation, I want to say, maybe. I know. I, 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 yeah, I get, I get I, It could be that. Um, who knows? Marianne is <laughs> begrudgingly drinking her soda. <laughs> I'm like terrified. Um, um, yeah. I think I don't have a lot of thoughts about it because I don't want to think about it, A. Right. B, it's a movie that I know I won't see. Right. Spoiler for Spoiler the ending. <laughs> um, but also, it's not... 
I don't think it's going to be, it's not like an us situation right. where there's a lot of other thinking going on, right. where there's like a bigger, really big message. I don't think that's really going to come out of this one, which I think is the thing that more usually scares me mm. is like the thrillery stuff as long like as the well deep, as the, the deep stuff. thought of behind what's this thing. Yeah. Yes. So I think I was happier with this trailer <laughs> than I was with the us trailer because I wasn't as terrified because it also didn't have that like straight up horror film of like, right. there's somebody outside your house that's going to kill you. That scares me. Right. Um, and then there wasn't also like the deeper thought about like, um, or, like, similar to Get Out, where it's, like, oh, these deeper things that could actually exist. And I'm, like, <laughs> right. And that, I'm dead. And, and that's and what makes it such a good uh, contrast between so, different so types of I horror. So I felt better about watching this trailer because it was scary, mm-hmm. but it didn't invoke... It, it yeah. invoked more thought. Not more thought. No, it like, invoked less thought, thought which was would, better for me, right. actually. Um, but then the teaser, I think, had a lot more of, like, the actual, like, the horror te- aspects yeah, of it. Yeah, it was more... And that, I watched like, with my eyes closed. closed. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do I, remember that. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, and Kelsey was like, can we do it? And I was like, okay. You were you were Doug Jones aunt, essentially. You were just like hands in front of face. Yep. Can't see. Yeah. Um, but the teaser trailer was a lot more condensed as to like, this is horror. Did this you know is that horror. the teaser trailer was also two minutes? Yeah, it was a really long. It was a really long teaser trailer. Yeah, That's why I think like I thought teasers, it was the official trailer. Right, because usually it's like 30 to 50 30, seconds. Yeah. 30 to 50 to maybe if we stretch it out mm-hmm. 140, mm-hmm. like if we really want to like bring them in. But I just thought that it was such an interesting compliment because they talk about so much about hereditary, which is, has a lot of dark colors, dark themes. And this is all a really about light death. Bright. And this is all about being one with the earth, being in life and life. And like, like, this is yeah. like the entrance of spring and like rebirth exactly. and all that kind of stuff. And I think like, the color is going to work yes. well because you're going to get a lot of the, like, bright whites and bright pretty colors, and then you're going to contrast the it with the red. dark red blood. Yes. That's going to be so good. I hate it. But I really just, like, want to know what the fuck is up with that dude that's like, oh, yeah, yeah he should that, was, go. that yeah. was my main thing. I was like, do you know him or because do you not know him? Like, was he, like, sent to find stupid people, like, years in advance because if you only got it every once every 90 years, like, you got can. time to groom people. So if everybody, like, that's actually in the cult, like, say if there's, like, 12 people in the actual cult and then the more people, like, everybody was just sent to find a group of people they could bring. And I'm like, is this a group of people that people won't miss? Like, they're going to think that the chick died anyway because of some other, like, mental healthy th- kind of things right. and all of that. And, like, made um, <laughs> every sentence you have said ends with I hate it. <laughs> yep, yep. Like this is a very accurate description for my life relating to horror. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I thought it was a good trailer. Uh, I thought the I thought the symbolism of just the con the contrast and symbolism is really well done. Um, I did like Hereditary as I've said before. Um. And I just like the way that they're posing the juxtaposition of people with other, like the way that they're like super close and it kind of makes you feel like you're a little like, please just stand like one more foot back. And so you feel claustrophobic in this open space, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Kelsey's like, I really enjoyed it. And in my head, I was about to say, I hated it. <laughs> and I held myself back. Um... Anyway, yeah. Kelsey, are you going to see this film? I think I'm going to see it. I think okay. that if I, I mean, I, I'm going to try and catch it in theaters, but if I don't, I'm not going to be mad about it, because I saw Hereditary like six months later, 
and I wasn't mad that I didn't catch it in, in theaters. theaters yeah, yeah. Um, so I might just watch it on Netflix once it comes on or any streaming device. Uh, however, I'm going to try my best to maybe go to like a Tuesday night showing. Because like I did with us. Like I saw it during like, the middle of the week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I know that you're going to say no because you hate it. So <laughs> you're right. Usually when every one of my notes ends with I, I hate, hate it. it. I, I'm not what it. if there was like one day where you're like, I hate it so much, but I'm going to see it. I'm going to be like, what? Well, sometimes that happens with like deeply emotional things that aren't scary. Right. True. I mean, like in terms of horror, like the oh, day you'll see the a day I film. see a horror film, it better have somebody I really like in it. <laughs> Dominique or someone. <laughs> What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dominique, okay, you're right. Okay. Dominique could probably push me to see a horror film, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, or if there were gays in one, and I didn't think they were both gonna die. But like slim pickings, <laughs> slim chance of that ever happening. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. All right. Great discussion. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back to discuss uh, do, 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 Spider-Man, do, 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 Fire from Home, do, 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 from Home. <laughs> All right, and welcome back from our short little break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kelsey's ready to talk. Oh, boy. Um, so we are going to chat now about the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So... What happened was about like a year almost ago. No, not even a no, year. No, it was six like six months. Not even six months. It was like probably like four or five months ago. Okay, four or five months ago. <laughs> which is January, February. They released the trailer for Far From Home, which they should have done much earlier because their thing said next summer, but like. <laughs> Always makes me crack up because they're like, it's like February. They're like, next summer. I'm like, no, it's coming out in July. You were like, you couldn't have paid to change that? You couldn't. It's just like. This Marvel, summer. you don't this have enough money Marvel, to change stuff. You have enough money. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Um, so we will not be discussing really that trailer, that yes. first trailer, because they labeled it wrong. Yeah. It's a teaser trailer, and I don't know what that Yeah, means. that that's a mess too. Um but because anyways, we don't make two minute and forty-eight second teaser trailers. No, that is a one hundred percent that is a full trailer because it has plot points in it. Thank you. Who labels your trailers for you on your YouTube channel. Sony, Sony come on. Come the fuck on. <laughs> Step it up. Um, so we'll be talking about the official trailer that came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You might find it labeled as trailer two somewhere. Or the you official might find it trailer. Official, official trailer one. Who knows? But it's the one with an intro from that many ones have like as an intro saying, there's spoilers for Endgame. Spoiler culture, come on. So FYI. We will now be yes. discussing spoilers for Endgame. If I mean, you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled. Guys, it's the middle of June. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so if you didn't want spoilers and you actually care, why haven't you seen it by now? Yeah. And so we also had a two-hour bonus episode about Endgame, too. We should have. So if you want to know, get a little caught up, you can go listen to that episode. Yeah. You don't need to see You should see the movie anyway. Yeah. But you if, can listen yeah. to that. It's just Get as, our feelings and our background. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Our episode is almost as long. It's literally edited down. It's two hours and nine minutes. And I want to thank you, Marianne, for editing that monstrosity of a two and a half hour unedited episode, um, where we keep saying we have to stop. It's getting just too as long. Late. It's getting too late. It's getting too long. <laughs> where we had to split it up in by days to record it. Anyways. Yep. Anyways. Anyways. So. Um, spoiler alert. So yeah. 
Spoiler alert. Also, spoiler culture, has it gone too far? <laughs> this week on 60 Minutes. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're going to jump right into the behind the trailer facts yep. for Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, the director is John Watts. Um, he directed Homecoming, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming, yep. and uh, not much else. Oh, well, he did a really good job with Homecoming. He so. really did. I, I liked the direct direction that yeah. he did. Yeah. Um, so our writers are uh, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, uh, with characters by Steve Ditko and Stan Lee. So Eric Summers and Chris McKenna have done mostly all the same things. They've done both work together on Spider-Man Homecoming, Ant-Man and Wasp, Lego Batman movie... Um, Chris McKenna's done a little bit more. He's done some TV as well. Um, Eric Summers, these are like his main things. So C and E, I would them pref- I would prefer them to have written Endgame. Personally, I think it's better humor devised, and that is just me. And I'm just gonna put that out there right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but we're not here we're not gonna to talk about Endgame. Um, you can revisit that to our episode if you want to hear my thoughts on the writing. <laughs> And also, I have, super say, I have to say that edited uh, that episode we gave you was not all of our feelings. We could have gone on much longer. Oh, we held ourselves back. <laughs> we could have done that episode in installment, two-hour installments. Oh, we could have split that episode up, and it could have been like a three-part series, easy. Shit, why didn't we do that? Because it's too much work for us. <laughs> and we would have, that would have been like mentally exhausting. <laughs> wow, that would have been. A bra- I would have had a mental break. The composer for Far From Home is Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. We have talked about him here yes. on the pod. Yes, we have. Um, for Bad Times at El Royale, as well as Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay. <laughs> I had it labeled in my notes for Bad Times at El Royale as him doing something called FK. And I was like, what does this even mean? So I re-went through his entire IMDb and I was like, why would I put that for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? I am an idiot. <laughs> um, but he's done uh, Planet of the Apes, some other action-y films, um, and I think as well as Spider-Man Homecoming. So Great. Following with those same people. All right, so we're going to get into the cast. Which Are you ready? Are you ready? Because you've heard all of them before. <laughs> <laughs> so for the cast, we have Zendaya, we have Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, Colby Smulders. Woo! John Favreau, Samuel L. Jackson, Marissa Tomei, Inguine Rife, Martin Starr, uh, Jacob Batalon, who plays Ned, uh, Newman Akar, Remy Hill, Tony Revolo, he plays Flash. The guy is like, Spider-Man, I love Spider-Man. Oh, 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 him. Flash from, got it. Yep. Marvel's Flash. I was like, what are we doing? And Michael Mando. Okay. Should we, uh, oh boy, should we jump right in? Yeah, we should start right at the very beginning because the trailer really, uh, opens on quite a note. Yeah, why do we need this? Why do we need these emotional things in our lives? I don't think emotional things, oh, are you talking about the Tom Holland, like, this is a spoiler thing? No, I'm talking about the mural of of Iron Man right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's like, literally when Tom Holland finishes saying, like, there's spoilers, it's like, there's a, there's <laughs> there's a dead homage oh, to yeah. Iron Man. Oh yeah, Tony's dead, by the way. By the way, Tony's dead and everybody's okay. real upset. They literally it. showed this trailer the Monday after Endgame came out. That's why, that's... I thought it was a week after. Mm-mm. 
Oh no, was it the, after the cap? I thought it was after the cap, which is I yeah. guess two weeks. Yeah, but, two okay. weeks. Two weeks, but still. I was like, I don't think they were that mean. But um, so yeah, so Tony's dead as we know, and they really push that in her face a lot. A lot. Literally, my notes are just I'm so upset. Right. But also that I love Happy and I love Happy's involvement in the Spider-Man yeah. story. Yes. The Spider-Man stories. Yes, I agree, and I think he is a good mentor, yes. secondary mentor to Peter. Um, so he's like fighting some people in his iron iron suit, iron spider suit. Yeah. And he's the cops are like, are you like the new Iron Man now? And okay, so this I want to talk about because a it lot comes of up this, several times throughout yeah. the trailer too that you're going to yeah. be the new Iron, Iron Man. Man, you're going to be the new like Tony hero. Stark yeah. and. He's, Tell me your feelings about that. Okay, Peter Parker technically, I guess it's like, what, 17 at this point? He's a teenager. He's a teenager. Which is... And you're forcing him into this very, very adult role to say that you're now the leader of this of these brand new Avengers that are coming. Which and, is stupid. Which is wild. Which is a wild concept to push young adulthood onto this child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because... So I feel like a lot of the Spider-Man... The Spider-Man, I guess, series, I guess, deals yeah. a lot with, okay. like, uh, grow, like, growing up and young adulthood and everything. Right. But this is specifically dealing with putting a person who doesn't have much experience into in a life, world... In life. Doesn't have much life experience Into yet. a world where they're expected to act like adults, which is what us as right. young adults... And there's... Experience. But that young adult like, is when you're, like, 20 fucking years old. And... It's not even, like, an expectation of young adulthood in terms of Avengers. All the Avengers are old. Yeah. Not like, you know, not, not like... Steve Rogers old, but, like... <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> but, like, Tony's, like, in his 40s. Yeah. And, like, Nat's... In her 30s. Got can in different ages, but, like, in her, like, 30s. Um, Hawkeye's in his 40s. Like, Rhodey's... Pushing 50. At least. Oh, right. Jesus. Well, we're also starting, like, from the beginning. Right, true. When they're, true. like, forced into these roles and stuff. And, like, Rhodey's I mean, older. Sam Steve, is older. Everybody's a lot older. I mean, when Steve starts out, he's only, like, 25, 26, technically, in canon. Because... Right. But, but a little like, bit of a different scenario because he chose... That's very true. That's this. very, very true. So he was and, like, I'm going to do and this. And it's of a different era where you were expected to do more by a certain age yes, rather than right now. Like, where 26, you really do. you're supposed to have, like, a full... Full family, family and like a job that you're like, all right, I'm going to stay here for for the rest years. of my life, and then <laughs> yeah. I'll retire, and then I'll die, <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully I'll die before age sixty. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah. Like, hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah, that era was really tough on people. <laughs> the depression was rough. I'm really glad I got that. Oh, Jesus. We're, we're keeping that on. <laughs> well, okay. What I meant to say was I where you're like, oh, I hope I die after, after age 60. Like, hopefully I'll make it past that. Right, because there was a low life expectancy. Right, yes, in the 40s. Right. Um. So, so I don't think... Like... No, I, I agree with you, yeah. I just... I don't think Tony would have yeah. wanted this for Peter. No. He firmly, if, 
like, so when we're saying that, so when you were just saying that it was, that, that Homecoming was great and all, and that they should have written Endgame, I kind of disagree because we're, like, tearing apart everything that Homecoming built, and this yeah. is only the film right after. Yeah. Like, Homecoming's entire purpose is that Tony to is saying, that. is that Tony's protecting Peter and saying, no, Don't you are supposed this. to, like... You're supposed to go to school. Like your job right now is to is be to, a kid. Is to be a kid and to go to school yeah. and stay safe. This is Tony would have wanted Peter to be safe, and that's right. It. And that's all he. That's literally all he wanted. He looked at Peter like his own fucking child kid. because he's like, I. What are you doing? Like, in, especially in Infinity Wars, when he finds that Peter like rode the the spaceship into right. space with him, he was like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you here? You should Because he's just worried. And right. Tony would be mad about him having to step up because, like, he's just a teenager. And he wouldn't have wanted him to not live a life. And he just wants him to be safe. And, like, if Peter chose to really be, like, take on this, like, bigger hero role in Spider-Man where he's fighting people outside of Queens, um, then in later in his life, then that's fine. Yeah. But he's, when he's, like... 25, 20, like, our age or something. Like, but at least even then, a little it's bit. still, like, you're still, like, figuring out what the hell you want to do. Right, and that's why I think a lot of the young adulthood would make more sense right, for like, that. Right, and he should... It's just dumb. Yeah. Like, it's, yes, it's he's, just, he's had to fight in these big things, Peter, but that's because we literally needed everybody, all hands on deck, I think, <laughs> really. Like, when we're fighting Thanos, like, everybody's yeah. got to show up. But, like, now that we're you know, facing other things. We've got other Avengers. We just created some like, other Avengers. Tons of other Avengers. Did you, like, did you see everybody yeah, at Tony's yeah. funeral? They're all um, still good to fight, yeah. except for Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Old. Steve's, Steve's resting in the old folks' home. Um, oh, God. Uh, That's where we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> over there. Hey, Steve. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> still alive over there. Oh, boy. Um... So, okay. So, All right. also with the cops scene? Yes. Too confident. Way too confident. I know. I was like, "Spider-Man, you are a you are not confident enough to say that." And like, yeah. I just always think of like Spider-Man as stumbling over his words in general. So, I felt like when he is... was going to say that, he was going to be like, "Oh, no, I'm like when he made just the joke like, about like, like oh just no, you're doing stammer. your job or whatever. I expected there to be like nervous laughter and stuff after it's me like, huh, just kidding because you know I gotta go. I'm going on vacation. Bye. Like that would be more in tune with his character. I mean, right. I guess it's like just like fake confidence or something. That I mean, that could right. be attuned to be like, oh, I, I did this. this, I did that, like to, sort right. of thing. Yeah. Um, what I want to talk about is like Nick Fury's and Peter's like. Friendship. I love Nick I Fury. I love Nick Fury. But what I'm confused about is, so, when they're all at, like, Tony's funeral, um, oh. like, Nick Fury's there, Peter's there, obviously, um, wouldn't there be, a, like, some sort of interaction between Peter and Nick that they wouldn't have to be like, oh, I've never met you before. <laughs> like, it's so nice to meet Spider-Man. Like, to me, like, it... Yeah. Like, to me... Right, if you're setting up this for the next one, why? and you set up all this Disney Plus stuff, <laughs> why wouldn't you have set up the, the, next, the next film? Fucking movie. Um, Whatever. It's fine. So well, it, they like, didn't really just... I, I have such issues with this anyway, because we really just underutilized Nick Fury in general in oh, his game. We, there, what do you mean we under... We, there, we, there was no Nick Fury. <laughs> I know, he was just in the funeral, that's it, and I'm so upset. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like because 
they were like they so okay so in like the first teaser trail teaser trailer there was this it's like oh it's so nice to meet spider-man or whatever when he's like tranquilizing ned yeah i was like okay so but we've already like haven't you guys already met before like you've already right. met at the the thing yeah. the funeral like which we didn't know about in the teaser right but we know about it now now so it like it makes no sense so i'm wondering if that's like a false scene or something mm -hmm. or perhaps it could be it could be because they couldn't like ju justify it so they're like oh yeah. let's put it together <laughs> also i'm gonna save that for the end um, um but the nick fury hang-up scene oh, when, so when happy's like did you just ghost nick, nick fury, fury. <laughs> a that's not the correct use of the word ghost yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> But that's funny because, like, that works for Ken and Happy. Yeah. Like, the, that, like Happy he just like, doesn't that. understand, like, tech terminology, like, kid terminology. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but also, that you hung up on Nick Fury, what are you thinking? That he won't find you? Oh, yeah. He's just going to be like, um... That he's just going to give up? Like, yeah. what, what that are, is not. What um, are you thinking? That is not um, what we want to do. Um, can I tell you about how happy I am to see Fury and Maria Hill? I am so happy that they're back together. They're such a great team in they, in the Winter Soldier and, and in everything else, and in everything else, and in general, they're Just like really good. Such a great team. They're really good when they were on like Marvel's Agents of Shield, um, separately but on together in something, and they really like, they really like. It feels to me that they enjoy the canon of their characters and yes. how they're like. Kind they're of, such a good like power team. They really are. They are very very good. They are. Um, when they were talking about how Spider Man was gonna have to step it up and he was the only person that could help, and he's like, "What about Thor?" And he's like, "Off world, Captain Marvel, unavailable. She's unavailable. How fucking unavailable." Why can't we just? It's honestly, it's because she's too strong. Yeah, because she's she would literally just be like boop boop, and then like it'll be she's done. Like, and we're done. End of movie. And I feel like that, but that's no excuse. It's no excuse, and it's kind of getting overused a little bit. So I feel like they right. need to. They're just not sure what to do with her character because she, yeah, they they like you either need to have somebody ridiculously stronger. Yeah. Or you need to have a totally different thing. Right, like the Thor, like Thor makes sense, like because he like drove he's off, off world. He went off with the Guardians. That's a valid excuse. And yes. like, and but now they said, oh, she's helping on a different planet. Like, still, it's so much easier. She's dealing with a cat problem. I don't know. <laughs> because like that's like part of her next. <laughs> she was sick. Yeah. Well, that's her next. Like that's the next story about. I think they they've hinted that the the her next thing would be dealing with like the Flurkin. I mean, how her flirtin like, has too many cat babies and they have to, like, because and then, like, people are, like, going to capture it. Oh, my God. Thank it's you. amazing. It's literally, wow. it's part of her, uh, one of the Deconic runs. It's really great. But that's just rumors. Would um, you like to hear where I think she is? Yes. She with Maria? Nope. Oh. Valkyrie? <laughs> and Asuka? Right, here's your rainbow connection. <laughs> rainbow connection. Is that I think that Carol's actually with Valkyrie rebuilding Asgard. I wouldn't be surprised if she maybe like, she's she's probably scoping out another planet scoping, probably. to move the Asgardians to because they don't probably want to actually be on Earth. Who wants no. to be here? Nobody. No one. <laughs> so I think she's with Valkyrie, scoping out a different place to put Asgard. Yeah, I I agree. She's like she's doing something, but again, I think the writers are just like lazy. Um, yeah. Also, I hope they give more options because those aren't the only two Avengers we have. Right. Like, so we I have, hope the full scene we in have, the movie yeah, like has Scott, like or Scott Lang or something. Yeah, or like. Where's War Machine? Where's Sam? Where's all these other? Where's people? Bucky or whatever? Um, so okay, so then we get to the scene where he meets Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Yeah, 
Um, so they're friends. Also, oh, okay, I didn't so know if he was going to be a bad guy or a good guy. From he's the first kind of one. he's gray area. Um, well, if he's so like, he you're going to help him. Mysterioso is kind of like a con man type of situation. Sorry, his name is Mysterioso. Yeah. Well, I have to say. That's the worst name we've well, ever given out to you a Marvel character. You can tell Stanley and Steve Ditko that. <laughs> um, he's, I'm he's so a, sorry, Stan. Never mind. He is a legitimate part of the, uh, I believe, the Spider-Man universe. Um, Whoops. And, uh, yeah, so... But anyway, thing. He, um, So anyway, are we um, opening ourselves up to a multiverse? Um, what now? Yeah. I think... Uh, <laughs> Anybody filled with fear and worry? I'm so raise your hand. Mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Be okay. 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 Whoa. Okay. So I'm worried, and Kelsey's literally filled with rage. So I'm just gonna let her go. Okay. So at the end of Endgame, so we know that Steve Rogers went back. He tried to replace his stones. Would whatever. It, whatever. Just left it up to our imagination or whatever. And he stays with Peggy and. So there's a lot of point of contention and um, not so much with the, obviously with the fans too, but actually between the writers and the directors, there's no clear, concise ending as to what actually happens when Steve goes back into the past. Mm -hmm. So there are, and that opens, opens up a larger can of worms, but I'm going to try and stick to the multiverse discussion. So what the writers were discussing, they said that it was actually the same timeline, but, um, and that would have caused, that he, like, that Steve stayed in the same timeline, he was always Peggy's husband, yada, 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 but what the Russos, Russos um, decided was that it was actually, he created a divergent timeline and created a new multiverse, in which every single action happened, there was, a, like, whenever he, like, returned the stones, there was an each... Just like Tilda Swinton told us what fucking happened. Right. And that's why we weren't supposed to do it that way. Exactly. So, so there was no really concise, like, answer or agreement as to what fucking happened. And now Nick Fury is like, oh yeah, he's like, just like from a different multiverse. Because there's multiverses now. Which there's no fucking explanation into multiverse because there was no clear, clear and concise ending to what actually... Like, no clear and concise, like... Converse, conversation, but like agreement, I should say, mm -hmm. as to what happened. So, so why couldn't they just fucking discuss it in Endgame without revealing it now, and it wouldn't be so like whiplashy? You know what I mean? Disjointed and disjointed and terrible. Yeah, because also we can't trust you to do like time travel and timelines correctly. Right. Why the fuck do you think you as a MCU can handle having a multiverse situation? Right. It because does, then... It gets so messy. It gets when, so messy. When you open yourself up to different versions of Earth, you see what happens with DC stuff where all of a sudden it becomes really messy and you start pulling in different right. universe, like worlds all the time and it's so confusing. Why didn't you just make Mysterioso from a different planet? And it, the thing... And like that can support human life as we can see with literally every, every other thing. Asgard... Um, Literally thing, another I mean, planet. Granted, the Fine. thing is, apparently, according to people, Mysterioso is like a conman and a liar, so we can't really trust his, like... Right, so if he like, told Fury he that... He had told Fury weird. that there was, like, from another dimension or whatever, Jesus. and that would make sense. But still, it just becomes, like, really bloated. And that's what makes me worried about the future of MCU, because apparently this film is, like, the final of, like, the Phase 3 films and not Endgame, even though that would make 
Even though that makes even though no that sense. would make sense, yeah, but you know, <laughs> who likes to make sense anymore? Um, so yeah, like that—that's what gets me really angry because of the fact that there's no clear and concise ending, yet you're forcing this idea onto a fan, like like not onto fans, but like onto yep. the, the universe as itself. You're just like all of a sudden you're like, um, because they're feeling you're literally destroying everything we know about the MCU because it really feels like. They all just grabbed ideas. You're like, we're going to go with this one. Oh, okay. I know. I don't know. It just makes me, like, angry. And it just becomes, you know, when you open yourself up to there being different versions of Earth, then every time there's a problem... You can just go to the other Earth. Other Earth. Or, like, that's how you grab other people to solve the problems for you, which is not how we function in the MCU. Right, and I feel like that's an understanding, like, that makes sense in comics. Like, there's different versions of different things. Like, it makes sense in comics because comics are not you one have, big universe. They're just, like, you have certain versions of Earth 616. You have Earth, you know, 1619 and stuff. And that creates, like, a whole different timeline to create a different comic. But it does not work for a cinematic universe because of the fact that there would be too much going on. Right. You can't do it in something that has individual, like, that are have, like, two and a half hours to just... Dis- discuss this you can do it in comics because you're releasing a new one every week month well are some still weekly not really every other week if anything but usually back in the day they used to be weekly we used to be yeah like yeah yeah right right so like historically you've had you've got bajillions of of comics like you've got bajillions right like captain America, thousands of stories you're like in you're approaching like 700 comics 700 800 comics of just captain america right alone Right. So you've got a lot of time and a lot of space to flesh all this stuff out and stuff like that. You don't in something that you've got like two and a half hours for every other year. Right. It's oh, just... Boy. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's just a lot. And I like... I I like the bitch please line. Yes. That was a that good was line. Funny. Um, um, why didn't we just make this set in the Soul Stone? Because it literally, made so much more sense. It would have made so much more sense. Why? Why is Peter still in high school? I've literally told you. I know. This I know. That's why I'm saying. All right. So we're gonna. Break oh, it Kelsey down. has picked up her mic. You know, it's so to get real. This theory. I I've been a big supporter of this theory that because um, because we see that um, that everybody that's in this is only people that. So at the end of Endgame, except for yeah. Happy. Yeah, so at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. we see that um, the whole high school somehow comes back, which makes a, no sense, because there would have been at least half of them five years later. But, like, everyone in Spider-Man Far From Home is, con- like, not confirmed yet, but we know Peter Parker's, Dustin, Dustin we know Nick, that Nick, Maria, um, those are, like, our those big are main players. people. Um, and the only person that isn't is, like, happy, there's... Things that, um, is that Ned, Aunt, May, Aunt May and then Ned, yeah. because Ned and Spidey seemed like they hadn't seen each other in a long right. time, it's not sure if Ned was five hours was technically. Yeah, two well, but he what? would be five years older, though, right? Which would so with the whole school, but there's that. So, anyway, so my theory was going. that when the first trailer came out, because like we only saw like specific people, right. that most of these people were actually this is actually like in the Soul Stone. Which would have made sense because of the fact that you're far from home, ooh, you're in this old world. And it would have just, like, it would have just made it, it would... It would have made sense in the timeline. Then yeah. you wouldn't be worried about him being five years older because, I, like, 
He's only actually five hours older. He doesn't feel five years older exactly. because he didn't age five years. Exactly. Nobody that was in the Soul Stone actually aged or had any time pass. So I feel like... Otherwise, we would have had to age up like yeah. Tom Holland's self somehow. Somehow. Um, so I feel like they missed a really golden opportunity yep. to really put this into creating the Soul World, Soul Stone World, which everyone like thought of when like they... When the people were dusted, they were like, okay, I mean, it's not five hours, but it... But it could have felt just as long for them as it did for everybody else. Right. And like, that would have been fine. Right. You didn't have it, to make it feel like it was five hours. Right. It could have been, they could have been like, oh yeah, it was also five years for they them. They could, yeah, like they could have been on a totally different world. So like if this, this would have, it would have worked so well. It would have worked. And I thought it would have been a lot better writing wise, personally, to make it the soul world, but... Right. How cool would that have been? Oh. Where you've got only the people that were dusted, so you've got only the other half, so people are still missing, and you're still trying to figure out how to get home. Right. Which would have... Home. Right? Far From Home doesn't you're, need to be on a vacation to Europe. It could have no. been literally, well, we don't know where be, we are. It could be both. It could be both, though. Yeah. It could be on a vacation, but also, like, you're literally, like, yeah. where I'm also, like, dusted and stuff. And right. Soul world. Right. And I don't think that everything... Because half of the population was gone, everything in society needed to stop. No. Right? So, like, this would have been, like, so imagine if, in this world, he still went on a field trip of school because they were like, fuck, well, half of us are gone, but kids still need to go to school. Right. So we're going to go to school, and we're still going to go on field trips and all this shit, and and we're just going to learn to figure out how to have a life, but also still try to keep figuring out how to get... And I think that would make it well if it was, like, the last film in the MCU. I think it would have been... Very, very well done because then, you know, Peter comes back. I mean, obviously, like, he had a spider suit when he was dusted, but he came back wearing his spider suit. Missed opportunity. Yep. So. Um, also, I really hated when somebody said, um, oh, like, saving the world requires sacrifice. And I was like, we fucking know that. We Peter is a lot of fucking people. Peter is thoroughly aware that. <laughs> As a 17-year-old, he's experienced more death than any of us. Right. Has. Like, he, like, watched Tony die in front of him to save the world. Like, he knows that it requires sacrifice. You don't need to tell him. So I really hope that does actually turn into, like, him kind of having, like, a bigger emotional moment. Because I feel like Spider-Man doesn't have those, like, moments of, like, anger and yelling, kind of. Like, that'll be good if he's like, I know. And, like, he goes off about, like, Tony or whatever. That would actually be a really good. I think that that would be good for his character. But that's just us. But that's just me. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it in theaters. Am I going to be happy about it? I don't know. I don't know. It, uh, Endgame brought up a lot of issues with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, really exploited them a lot. I feel like they, Marvel needs to go back to focusing on characters, not so much the big picture. In a way, right. So yeah. it's like you need to focus on what you're doing, in where it fits in the big picture, but not try to develop everything, like not Around trying to it. use your individual movie to push along the big picture in a big way. Like it should be like your sto- your one film is about your one story, and because of this one story, it fits into the bigger picture, right. not necessarily moving that plot along in a big way. Like every film like contributed to to the stone the, somehow and right. somehow to like Thanos and all that kind of stuff and that all fit together and to like every lead up to like the first Avengers like led to uh, the, Fury the, creating the Avengers right, and like exactly. calling them all for the Avengers initiative but none of them were 
really pushing that giant right. plot along. It was, it was like it was, the end credits that were right. really exactly. Pushing it, it was along. literally. Let's just bring it back to the Winter Soldier. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kelsey, I wonder why we're bringing it back to the Winter Soldier. I just really like that movie. <laughs> All right. Right. Um, so yeah, how about you? Are you gonna see it? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. We're gonna see it together. I mean, yeah. Probably not opening night, but N- no. no. Okay. We don't need to stay up late on a Thursday I'm night. I'm more this. than okay with not okay. staying up we'll late. We'll see it like on a Friday or Saturday. I'm good with that. Okay. Saturday. Yeah. See it Saturday. Okay. Saturday after it comes out. Yeah. Saturday after July fourth. Yeah. Um. Do you want a happy to end this off on? Huh? Do you want something happy to end oh, this yeah. with? Oh, yeah. I was like, what about happy? I know. I realized this is that I was like, ah, I get what you thought. <laughs> um, the music for this is a lot more like the theme music for Spider Pig <laughs> than it is for Spider Man. <laughs> spider Pig, Spider Pig, does whatever a Spider Pig does. It's Peter Porker. <laughs> Excuse you. That was good. Thank you. All right. All right. Um... All right. I mean, good discussion. Great discussion. I think we brought up a lot of things that are like the real issues with this, and we weren't just like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited because Spider Man and because more Marvel." Right. We and I like, feel like it's uh, a legitimate discussion. Yes. So uh, let's do a little business then. All right. All right. So uh, the first is uh, it's your birthday tomorrow. So happy motherfucking birthday! Well, thank you, Kelsey. You're welcome. June nineteenth. A. B. Um. If you want to keep listening to us, you're more than welcome to subscribe and rate uh, us in iTunes. We put out episodes every other week. Um, With some occasional bonuses thrown in. Um, and we also are on Anchor and Overcast as well. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Too Many Trailers. That's T-W-O Many Trailers. And then if you have long thoughts for us, if you also have long thoughts about like... <laughs> Um, how the timeline works in the MCU now, because who the fuck knows the anymore? Fuck knows anymore? Uh, feel free to email us at too many trailers, TWO many trailers at gmail.com if you know more about May Day midsummer celebrations that aren't related to cults and you want to inform us a little bit more, go for it. You can reach out to us on any of those platforms. Um, is that it usually? I feel like. I think so. Don't judge movies by their trailers. Leave that up to us. I hope you guys have a wonderful whenever. Rest of your day, night, morning, whatever time this is for you. Talk to you every other week. Bye. Bye.